How's it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. My name is Chad. With me, as usual, is Leonard. This is a show about wrestling. Usually, we will uh, be bringing you some of our random activities, our Unstable Stables, Fever Dreams, uh, Superstar Spotlights, uh, etc., and so forth. Uh, the things that we're interested in, we don't cover modern stuff all the time, every once in a blue moon. This week, it'll be different, however, because of recent events. I thought that we would have a lot to talk about, and uh, we will see if that's the case. So this week's show will predominantly be on the news of Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes leaving AEW All Elite Wrestling. If you are watching this, hopefully I've gotten it posted Friday the 18th. This past Monday, the 14th, it was announced that Cody and Brandy would be leaving AEW. Um, everything seemed to be very affable back and forth. You know, they posted a letter and Tony Khan posted a letter uh, on Twitter. Uh, maybe it was posted somewhere else, but that's where I saw it. Um, basically thanking them for everything they did, that they helped found the company. And, uh, and that was that. But quickly, the news kind of spiraled. And it got more interesting as the days went along. Now, a lot of what I might mention here or what Leonard might refer to, you got to take with a grain of salt because nothing has been confirmed other than they are no longer with AEW. And quickly, it turned out that there was going to be talks with WWE. And now, as far as I know, there have been talks with WWE um somebody posted a fake picture online of cody rhodes's bus in front of the uh ww headquarters which was just ridiculous you gotta watch what people post online i'm sure there were conversations that took place so let's just uh first touch on the news that he was leaving i, I was certainly caught off guard uh, you know based on the fact that he was very committed to you know, starting and helping to get this company going. He brought in Dustin, you know, they had, you know, their, their great match, um, you know, years ago now. And, uh, you know, he did the whole thing with uh, sledgehammering the symbol of Triple H. Um, I forget what pay-per-view that was on. And uh, basically symbolic of the fact that, and he even said, he was quoted, he's like, I don't think I can ever go back now. Um, so I was very surprised to see that he was leaving. This is a significant departure from AEW. I don't think it's a damaging one, though. And, you know, we'll get to why. But, uh, Leonard, just before we get on to the WWE part of things, were you surprised? Yeah, I was surprised uh, because not only was Rhodes a founder of AEW, like you mentioned, but he was also the face of the company very early on. I know of some who thought of AEW as Cody's company, as Cody's right. enterprise. You know, he was the one that was networking with other promotions by, you know, wrestling with them in Japan, Ring of Honor, NWA. He was doing all the personal appearances and in the interviews. He was a judge on that TBS talent show. He had the reality show with Brandy. He was the, the crossover uh, mainstream guy who was promoting the company. And I know, even though I haven't been watching the product, I know for the past year, he's been coming and going as he's pleased. And he's pretty much been booking his own feuds and his own angles. So they've given him so much leeway 
And, you know, he's not going to get that in, in WWE if he does go there. So, you know, I, I wonder if this was, you know, him bluffing, like he wanted even more money or more power or what have you, and, and said, well, you know, I'll go back to Vince and Tony Khan calling his bluff and saying, go ahead and do it. Right. And, you know, I think this may be the next thing you want to talk about, but I would agree with you that I don't think it is a huge blow at this point for them losing Cody when you consider that again for the past year or so he's kind of been on Cody Rhodes Island right doing his own thing that seems to be sort of separate from the rest of the promotion and the vibe of of the promotion right and I know that AEW fans the hardcore fans who love everything they're given have not been digging him right because he's been trying to position himself as the biggest white meat baby face since his dad Right. And they're rejecting it. I mean, when Art Anderson does a promo about murdering you dead with a Glock, <laughs> not only gets a face pop, but you ignore yeah. the face pop. That says how far your head is up your own ass. Right. That, that he can't see. And I do. I've read rumors, too, that Brandy has begged him to go heal because she wants to be a bitch on wheels. She wants to be that. That was and that was sort of cut you off, but that was started. That was started right before they left. You know, okay, see, I hadn't seen that. Yeah. Brandy, so, you know, for those who don't keep up with AEW every week, um, I think it was a couple of weeks now, Brandy came out and gave a, started a promo, you know, basically, you know, leaning heel. And then she had a thing going on with, um, you know, the guy from America's Top Team, uh, Lambert. And yes. that then brought out Paige Van Zant, who is one of my favorites, whether she's in MMA or wrestling. So they were clearly starting a feud there. And so that would have been interesting. We won't get to see that now, but, um, but yeah, so she was leaning heel for sure. She was saying very smart alecky type things. Um, but so the like the rumor is that there, it could be two different things. One was Cody wanted more money that he wasn't going to get. And the other was that he was upset that Tony Khan has basically now assumed full reign of the booking and Cody apparently wanted to be in that position at least part of the way as his dad was uh previously in uh various promotions so I think that that's part of it here's what I and I'm sure that that was a bulk of what was going on if it's being reported I don't doubt that that's partly truth um here's what I see as a person that watched AEW, which is, as Leonard said, Cody wanted to position himself as this white meat baby face. And it wasn't happening because he was, you know, forcing it a little too much with the tattoo on his neck, the American nightmare thing. The entrance is like just such pomp and circumstance each time. It's a great entrance. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like, over the top a little bit and tack on the fact that in my opinion, and I would think a lot of fans would probably agree with me. He said, Oh, I'm never going to compete for the world title. I think what he wanted was, and I said this in a previous episode, I think that he wanted fans to demand him as this guy who needs to fight for the title. I think that he kind of wanted to go on like a, a path a la stone cold where the fans are basically, you know, choosing your fate for you to a certain degree they wanted you know but 
that didn't happen in the fact that he was doing the go big show and roads to the top didn't help him because I don't think people were totally buying his shtick. You know, maybe he wasn't meant to be a total baby face. Maybe it would have been better if he was a heel. He gave a promo to that effect. He said he's not going to turn. You know, he was clearly desperate for the fans to love him. He threw himself into a burning table that you could see the marks on his back for weeks after that. Like he was doing a lot of, you know, blood type matches like he was going above and beyond to try and gain the fans respect and he wasn't getting it and here's where i'm going to lean into the WWE sort of things we're not going to know if he's going there until he's seen on tv that's at least how i view it you know various um wrestling outlets such as uh the wrestling observer dave Meltzer, brian alvarez those guys are reporting that there's talks that he you know legally he can go there any day there's no 90 day non-compete clause um so and that he's expected to go there maybe a wrestlemania match we'll get there i i viewed cody rhodes as a person despite his faults in terms of talent in ring or character as a smart guy he went he left wwe he went to form this new company the company got going he was kind of developing his own personality. I don't think he was totally there, but he, I view him as a, as a smart guy. The decision to go back to WWE is not a smart decision, in my opinion, because I don't know what Vince or whoever would be telling him, but if he thinks he's going there to be a top guy, then he needs to give me some of whatever drug he's on because there is no way in hell that that is going to happen. Look at Bobby Lashley for a comparison. Mm -hmm. Bobby Lashley went to TNA Impact, spent a long time there, got successful there, came back to WWE. He had to eat shit for years before they put the title on him. And only now is he viewed as a top guy. And he wasn't the founder of TNA. He was just a talent. Cody literally went and started a new company, declared with the sledgehammer to Triple H a symbol that he didn't give an F. And if he thinks that like he's just going to be propelled right into the spotlight and Vince is going to be like, you know, Cody's my new guy over Roman or Brock or Seth Rollins or, you know, whoever else. I mean, come on. That's to me, that's laughable. There are people online that are disagreeing about this and they'll be like, oh, he'll be fine. You know, Vince will do this, that and the other and give him control of his character. What evidence is there of that, Leonard? None. <laughs> There's none. See, here's the thing. I read something where the rumor is that Vince is going to treat him as a big deal. Right. Vince is telling him this. Right. Here's here. Here's it. You got everything right. You know, if you think that Vince McMahon is not going to punish him, for leaving and starting a new company than you're dreaming. Right. Now, now they'll trick him to start with. He'll get a big debut and he'll be put in a feud, like maybe with Randy Orton because there's history there, maybe with AJ Styles because people would want to see that. And he'll pop a rating and they'll do a WrestleMania match if things are worked right. out. By exactly. Him. But then by this summer, he's wearing polka dots and Brandy is banging Bobby Lashley. <laughs> That's what's happening. I love that. <laughs> That's it sounds so like accurate to what might happen. It's 
Yes, yeah. If, if that does happen, we will have to make that a, a meme or tweet it to the world or whatever. I called it. Um, but, you know, it, it, to extrapolate further, here's my predictions past that. If he's with them by WrestleMania next year, I would be extremely surprised. Yeah. And I know he has talked about wanting to go to Hollywood. And he's not going to be the next Rock. But there is so much stuff being made out there right now. Right. And he could easily do, like, the Marine 8. You yeah. know, he could do B-movies and B-TV shows and maybe more reality stuff and game show stuff and be fine. And probably do that for two to three years until he gets frustrated that he's not winning Oscars and starring in $100 million movies. And then he'll come back to wrestling and be the biggest fish he can in the smallest pond he can get into. Right. In fact, if Ring of Honor is restructured, if MLW's on the rise, and he'll be there for two to three years because he's a name that a promoter would want. And then if AEW is still around, so I'm talking probably, we're looking seven years down the road, he'll go back to AEW as a conquering hero and he'll do a couple runs at the end. And then he'll retire and he'll either go back and do acting or he'll get a front office job some, somewhere, you know, booking a smaller company like Impact uh, right. you, if they're still around. So that's what I see for like the next 10 years of, of, of where he's going to go. Yeah, but, right. And no, I can I can see all that happening. And the fact is, he's a mid card guy that thinks of himself as a top car like a, a main, yes, event, main event yeah. and i don't think that he's there yet i'm not saying he can't get there but i don't think the white meat baby face is going to get him there and let's th- look at it this way does he think that the mixed reaction he got in aew is not going to translate at all to wwe like whoever's telling him that it won't or if he thinks it won't like i got news for him <laughs> like they're not going to just welcome him i mean if if the people watching WWE only know him from WWE, how do they know him? As Stardust. Stardust. <laughs> you know, like They're dashing Cody Rhodes with the mustache. Right. Like, I mean, come on. Like, I just, I, you know, in the, the rumor that I heard is in the Randy Orton match that you mentioned actually makes more sense than what I read, which is uh, a match with Seth Rollins simply because the Shane McMahon Royal Rumble fiasco didn't go the way they wanted it to shane is out and apparently he was going to be in a high profile match with seth rollins that's not happening now so seth is in need of an opponent i would assume so that's the rumor but you know i mean does he think he's going to win that match no i mean i think it would be a good i think it would be a good match oh yeah and and, and you know what would probably wind up happening is they would do like a schmoz finish you know where it's a double count out and you don't do that wrestlemania but I could see him at least politicking to, oh, we'll do something down the road and have it be a double count out. If he's lucky, he'll get this match with Seth Rollins. If he's not lucky, it'll be him and Brandy against Miz and Maurice. Yes, and I thought of that as a possibility down the road for them as well, that they would definitely do do that. So, you know, and and yeah, he'd hate to hear it, but Cody's, Cody's just Miz. Right. There's little difference between the two. There really is. Right, and yeah. And they have a Miz and Maurice. So, yeah. And Miz is the guy who's in the Marine sequels. <laughs> right. That's, um, that's the only reason why I mentioned the Marine 8 or whatever one right. they're up to now. He might be Miz's sidekick in the Marine 7 or 8. Um, but yeah, so obviously we don't know what's going to happen now as you watch or listen to this. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Monday on Raw might be something different. Or, you know, I would be really surprised. Maybe he'll make an appearance on SmackDown, which is why I'm going to try and get this episode out there as soon as possible. Yeah, I, I, I would think they would use him on Raw, but you never know. Right, and Raw is now very clearly the B show. Right, so it's un- it's unwatchable in many respects. I, I would just say, but uh, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with this story. I, mm-hmm. I am honestly, some people online alluded to this. I'm surprised that he would jump right back into the WWE camp at all. Like you would think, for him, it would be like a, I need to think about this. I need to think about my future. You know, he has a new child, by the way. And like the schedule is not light. So, you know, Mm -hmm. these are all things that kind of make this decision, if it is going to happen, somewhat of a perplexing one, simply because, you know, he didn't do what he wanted to in WWE, which is why he left. And I don't, you know, you see a lot of times guys will go to Japan or another promotion. They'll go back to WWE because everybody wants to headline mess WrestleMania Mm -hmm. and there'll be a bigger deal. And that's great. I don't think Cody completed that arc at AEW. No. He could have been on his way had he turned or, you know, look at Roman Reigns. Everybody wanted him to turn, and now he has, and it's he's the better for it. So it's just one of those weird situations. I, you know, I'm surprised that he would just dive right into, hey, Vince, can I come back? I don't know. Who knows? Um, Vince apparently has big plans for him, if you believe what you read on Twitter and, you know – he treats him he's going to treat him as a big deal <laughs> it's 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 polka dots it's polka yeah. dots it's, <laughs> that would you be know, that would be hilarious yeah you know another another point i want to make here is you know what does this say for AEW big picture see the hardcore AEW marks who are the loudest online say oh nobody would ever leave AEW for WWE AEW would never cut somebody loose like the WWE does right and here have someone wanting to leave and AEW saying, go for it. Yeah. And the AEW haters say, oh, they'll never make it as a real company. Tony Khan's a puppet or does whatever the VPs tell them. And they just want to suck their own dicks and get their friends jobs. And you have a founding VP leaving. Yeah. And here's another prediction for you. I say Omega and the Young Bucks are out in three years or so. Omega goes back to Japan the young bucks, I think, get, gets driven out because once because once they don't got Cody and Omega on their sides, that eventually somebody's going to get in Tony's ear and be like, "They're trashing your tag division," and get them out of there. So yeah, so it's interesting that you bring this up. So I read, I forget what month it is, but I know Kenny Omega's uh, contract is up in 2023 at some point. He's mm-hmm. out with a, a few injuries right now, a shoulder injury, um, uh, it being the biggest one, but. Uh, I see that happening depending on where he is in the picture when he returns uh, the young bucks. I mean, the storyline right now is the fact that Adam Cole and uh, all the people Adam Cole is bringing in, I air quotes um, are kind of upsetting the young bucks. So there's already, I could see, I could see that like part of that, what you suggested or all of that happening. Um, I definitely don't see any of those people going to WWE. No, no, no. But going the Young Bucks probably back to whatever indie they can grab. And Omega, I think definitely would go back to Japan. Right. So, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. This is kind of a a big, a big step in this timeline, simply because is it damaging for Cody to leave? Not necessarily. However, 
it does kind of show people now that there is talent, as Leonard said, that are willing to leave. And what does that mean? Now, I am impressed so far with how Tony Khan has handled it. You know, he, you know, praised them. There's no non-compete, you know, go do what you need to do. Um, if every situation is treated like that, that's great. We'll mm -hmm. see what happens. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, as we've said before, AW is only increasing their roster. Um, it doesn't look like Braun Strowman or EC3 are going there. They're starting their own promotion, um, as I read, which is bizarre. Um, and it's going to be terrible. It feels like a, a fever dream. It really yeah. is. Like, <laughs> you know. Um, Can't wait to see who they pick up. Yeah, right. So it's a it's a weird time right now in the rest yeah, you of know the and here and here's too i know i've read you know news blurbs online that people have contacted aew and they and tony khan has told you know what i can't pay you what you want and that they've been quietly letting some contracts expire particularly from like the original signees when they were just trying to get bodies right and now they're to the point Here's the thing. If you handed me the AEW roster and said, you create your own nice small company, you know, take like 10 guys, six girls, a couple tag teams and go off and do whatever you want. And I could cherry pick an amazingly good roster that would probably be stronger than what AEW has total right now because of all the bloat that they have. Right. Well, this is this obviously this departure obviously helps that bloat at least to Smith. Yeah. Um, it's also interesting uh, to see how AEW will be booking Keith Lee. Um, now, AEW has a lot of you know some of the smaller guys. I'm all for that. I don't mm -hmm. care what your size is. Keith Lee is not a small man, and mm -hmm. so it'll be interesting to see how they book him with some of the guys like. Orange Cassidy, Adam Cole, Hangman, Adam Page, um, and see how those matches go. Because uh, I would want to see him with Will Hobbs. Have they done anything with that? Not yet. They um, he faced uh, one of the guys from the tag team Private Party. Uh, okay. So far, that meme has uh, there's a meme of him throwing him halfway across. Oh yeah, I've seen the meme. I've seen the meme, which yeah. is kind of funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we will uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I would imagine that something would happen soon, but then again, they might wait till after the Elimination Chamber, um, which is happening Saturday at 12 noon here, I think, which is, that's the one thing I hate about the Saudi Arabia shows, Leonard. I, yeah. they, like, there's been times where they've been on like a Thursday at 12, and it's like, what? But, I, you know, I get it, the time difference, but mm -hmm. still. So, uh, I'm probably, I'm going to try and watch that if I can. Um, we're going to, end here by talking about the rumor um i you know again the time of recording this is a rumor hasn't been confirmed yet rumor that uh the one of the matches because i did read that they need at least one if not two more high profile matches for wrestlemania because there's still tickets to be sold and you know they don't have a really spectacular card right now ronda rousey has not been foolproof since returning. She's crapped the bed from yeah. everything I've heard. So I, that will, I'm sure, change their plans a little bit. But uh, so the rumor is, being that it's in Dallas, that uh, Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, would be facing Kevin Owens in a potential match. Obviously, Kevin Owens uses the stunner now. 
And uh, I suppose that would be the connecting tissue. Um, you know, Kevin Owens made it known that he asked Steve for permission and was given it. So I don't really know how they would get that moving. And as lately, Kevin Owens has been kind of, I don't know, toggling back and forth with the face heel thing. So I, I don't know. I treat it as a rumor. Anything involving Steve Austin, I treat with rumor. There's, I feel like almost every year, news comes out that you know uh, he might return for a match. I have yet to hear from his mouth that he's interested, even interested, in a in a return to the ring. I've heard it from every other source you can imagine, but I have yet to hear him say, "I'm thinking about it. I'm training for a possible one." I mean, his neck issues were serious, so I would be shocked if if he made a return for this particular match. What do you think? Steve Austin is 137 years old, and he would, <laughs> and he would need to wear an Iron Man suit. <laughs> there would be three or four knee braces at this point. Yes, yes. It would, like, yeah. It, he. I don't see how he can physically be able to do this. Now, example... Ricky Steamboat had to retire because he trashed his back. Right. And he wound up coming back and doing a couple matches at a WrestleMania on a Raw. Looked good. Yeah. People loved it. People, people were, were great with it. And here's the thing with Steve Austin. You know, after he had the neck injury with Owen, he completely changed his style. Yeah. And he became more of a brawler. Right. So, and I hate to say it, Vince McMahon versus Bret Hart. Biggest dumpster fire ever in WrestleMania history. Oh, it absolutely was. But that's what you would get. You would get him basically probably both of them in street clothes having to do some sort of hardcore trash match because right. he can't wrestle a real match. Right. And it would probably be short and it would probably be some trash can shots and kendo shots. And then it would be whoever hitting hitting the stunner and winning. And it's probably going to be Steve. Steve's not going to job kevin owens right so it's going to be austin hitting a stunner and drinking some steve weisers and that's and the thing. who who would it benefit like nobody it, it wouldn't benefit kevin owens to get that rub i mean i feel like he already gets yeah, even rub. if he would beat austin at this point it wouldn't do anything for him right and like you were saying uh, about austin's quality in the ring what i have heard from him when it's brought up about returning to the ring is that he always strikes me as somebody that well, maybe not a perfectionist, is somebody that prides himself on being able to do a certain quality of work in the ring and that mm -hmm. if he can't do that, he wouldn't want to come back. So that's always the uh, vibe I've gotten when I see his interviews. And that's why I would be surprised if this were, were that match. You would think it would have to be somebody that, I mean, with Austin, it should be somebody that we want to see him beat the shit out of. Like, you know, uh, that's, I mean, that's what, if that's what I'd want to see at, at this point, like, I mean, who would that be? I mean, I, I, I'd be okay with him wrestling Miz. <laughs> like, yeah, Miz it, was the first name that I was thinking of when you said that, you know, but Kevin Owens, I mean, I like Kevin Owens, so I, I don't know. I mean, I don't really, the fact that he uses a stunner to me is, it is what it is, but. Well, how many people were using a stunner when when Austin was was around? Not really in WWE, but you know, over in WCW, right? You know, there were Disco yeah. Inferno was doing the chart buster, which I loved. <laughs> yeah, and we, the, we did that move breakdown at one point. Yeah, we did. We did. 
Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, but because there's a difference between stunners and cutters and, and cutters. Yeah, there's a difference between stunners <laughs> and cutters. Um, and the disciple played by Bruce the Barber Beefcake, hint for an upcoming episode. Teaser. Also, the, the the stunner called the Apocalypse. There was somebody that used to call call it. It was like the apocalyptic chart busting stunner, and I can't remember who used who used that. Which is amazing. For any time someone would pull off a stunner. But yeah, the stunner was a move for a point that everybody was doing. So right. I don't necessarily think that Owens would need permission. But I think it's a nice gesture on his part. Right. You know what they should do? They should do Steve Austin versus Becky Lynch. Because <laughs> remember when Becky Lynch posted that picture of like her in the ring with Steve Austin? And then she bragged that she kicked his ass. Yeah. But nobody could confirm it. Nobody could confirm it even exists that that anything ever happened. Not even Steve. Like even Steve was like, I don't know. I don't. That's Photoshop. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, like it should be. It should be Becky Lynch and Steve Austin. That's what I want to see. This rumor, if there's any truth to it, just strikes me as if, if there is truth to it on the WWE end, it strikes me as like like a desperation move. Like we, yeah, know, it is. we know that our WrestleMania card isn't up to snuff, and like this is what we want to try to do, but nobody's clamoring for this match. That's the other part of this. Nobody's yeah. like aching to see this match. The last dream match that people wanted to see Austin in was Austin and CM Punk. And that didn't happen either. And before that it was Austin and Hogan, which really didn't happen. So, you yeah, know, let's do, let's do it now. Let's do it now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Poor. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's anybody worse off health-wise right now than Austin is neck issue-wise, it would be Hogan. Like, Hogan, yeah. what I understand, can barely walk. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's... Uh, you know, and here's, before we leave this, here's another thing to mention, is that they are desperate for names. And even when they dip into the Wade Back machine, there's nothing there. Right. They've created nobody. The only other name, like, they're not going to get Rock to come back. Nope. They're probably not going to get Cena to come back. They're not going to get Taker to come back. So there's they haven't really built anybody. And they've gotten rid of a lot of the young talent or those young talent have left. Yes. Their own volition to the point where now on NXT, what are they doing? They have to bring in stars from the main roster to be on NXT just to give those guys a rub, like AJ Styles or mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler now. Like... I, like those quality of those matches might be okay, but like clearly there's an issue there. Everybody left. <laughs> like, <laughs> WWE is too big to fail, and I think they need to seriously regroup and cut back. I would get rid of NXT. I would well, focus. They, just, they, just, they did the news. There is <laughs> this is not. Well, it wasn't intended to be a news and notes episode, but now two hundred five yeah. live. I know they're getting rid of. Yes, uh, that I had heard. I don't know. If and they haven't been doing anything with that. that. What about NXT UK? As far as I know, that's still going on. Okay. Dragunov, I, think, I, I believe, was the is the champion still. As far as mm-hmm. I know. I th- I think what they what they kind of need to do is just get rid of all the miscellaneous stuff. Keep Raw. Keep SmackDown. Maybe do a Peacock exclusive show like main event. Do main event. That's just matches. Right. Kind of what like wrestling challenge used to be, you know, you just have it be an hour's worth of five to ten minute matches where you're getting people over, or like AEW Dark, 
or AEW Dark. There you go. I, I of course went old school on my on my reference. Yeah. Wrestling uh, is an apropos uh, comparison as well. Yeah, yeah. So do something like that. That's a Peacock exclusive show, and then restructure Raw and restructure SmackDown, and and focus it more on what you want it to be. And again, same thing. You know, maybe we should do this as a show. We both sit down with the AEW roster and we cherry pick like twenty. And we sat down with the WWE roster and cherry pick like twenty, and 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 not a draft like we've done, but you know, like for AEW, like we could both have CM Punk, we could both have Adam Page, we could both have, right. you know, whoever, and explain why I would want this guy, or and, or yeah. one of us could take AEW, the other one could take WWE, mm-hmm. yes, and we could see right it's the better roster. Right. So you could, and then if you're cherry picking one roster, I'm cherry picking the other roster, we could then have a super card. That's true. We could do that. So keep that in mind, folks. You're going I'm, I'm, I'm to going to see that in the future. I don't know when, but you're going to see that on an upcoming, on an upcoming episode. Absolutely. And then, and, and then you know what? We should cherry pick um, uh, AWA from 1990 yeah. and like ECW from 2000 <laughs> or, or, or like, uh, or like the Herb Abrams UWF. Oh yeah. So basically do uh where instead uh, of, of making like a really good card and a really good show, we try to make the crappiest card and the crappiest show that we possibly we possibly. did try that once. Uh we did that with WrestleMania here, seventeen, which, yes. Which was fun. Um so yeah, that's uh that's kind of the news and notes uh breakdown, at least some yeah, of Yeah, maybe maybe and maybe we'll do this again in the future if there's um, some, some, again, I don't think that we both, neither one of us wants this to be like a current news and notes show, but to do that every now and again with big news or for us to watch the rumble like we did, or even WrestleMania upcoming, okay. I think that would be more than fine. Absolutely. And this was a case where I read about what was going on and I had so many thoughts in my head and it used to be that I could vent those thoughts on 411 or, or somewhere. I didn't really feel like getting into, uh, debates with people I didn't know on Facebook. Um, yeah. so I felt like, you know, this would be a good opportunity to talk about it. Um, but uh, for Leonard, my name is Chad. Please check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you would rather listen to us. Comment what you think about some of these uh, news items uh, in the comments section. Click the like button on this video and subscribe to our channel. And we will leave you with this. She is officially returning at the Elimination Chamber. Alexa, we'll see you out. <laughs>